0: Don't suppose you got to the archaeological museum while you were there? He went on, undiscouraged. No, she was a bit thrown by this. Museums? They were the last thing on her mind. It's really excellent. One of the best in Sicily. I recommend it if you've got time on your way back. It's just a few minutes from the Corso, right by the church. You can't miss it. Eleanor nodded, wondering what the Corso was. But before she could ask, a baleful droning noise started to seep through the cabin, making them both look up. She thought, at first, that it was one of the other passengers in some kind of distress. Then, for a split second, it crossed her mind that she herself may even be the drone. She'd noticed recently that she seemed to have less and less control over what came out of her mouth, like last night in the hotel restaurant when she'd listened to her own order with as much interest as the waiter. Then she realised that this was music, some sort of jingle coming through the speakers, and an ancient black-and-white TV monitor was flickering into life at the front of the boat. She looked at her new companion, already accepting him as an authority figure, and he grinned at her alarm. I don't think they've kitted this thing out for about thirty years, it's completely falling apart. We'll be lucky to get there in one piece. Oh, so, are you on holiday? Yes, Eleanor paused, before blurting, I'm meeting up with my fiancé on the island. Ah, right. She thought she sensed a slight retreat. Not travelling together? No, he had more time off work than me. This, she told herself, was probably true. He went a few days ahead. Well, it's a small place. I'm sure we'll all bump into each other at some point. Yes. Eleanor felt another, much more painful prickle of nerves. She really was almost there, provided the boat didn't crack in two and drown them all. What on earth was going to happen over the next few days? She began fiddling with the ticket still clutched in her hand, tearing at its edges. Then it occurred to her that this Lewis might notice she wasn't wearing an engagement ring, and she quickly tucked her fingers into the cuffs of her shirt. It's a volcano, you know, Panarea, said Lewis, inactive, obviously. She barely listened as he talked on about the tiny villages, the shrinking off-season population, the sense of isolation. Instead, she imagined Will, waiting on the jetty, to wrap her in a huge, welcoming hug, turning on his beauty in that way of his, like a movie star in front of the camera. For a few minutes, the fantasy tricked her, and she sank back into her seat, her whole body suffused with happiness. Out of the corner of her eye, she saw that Lewis had given up on her and was reading a newspaper, pausing at intervals to unfold, flap, and fold it again. She was relieved their conversation was over for now. Chit-chat with a stranger required a skill she'd let lapse in recent months. She supposed she ought to try to rediscover it since the hotel she'd booked had only twelve rooms and half board accommodation was obligatory. She probably wouldn't be able to eat alone, as she had last night in Lipari. No, she'd be sharing meals with other people, holiday makers, like the hundred or so filling this boat most conferring excitedly about the identities of the various bumps of grey land they could make out through the window, the famous Iolian Islands, islands that she had never heard of until four days ago. Glancing past the old lady to take a look too, she was shocked to see the changed colour and swell of the water. From her table on the breakfast terrace that morning, the sea had looked exactly as it was supposed to look in this part of the world. Flat, petrol blue, pulling in and out in safe little breaths. But here, it was ash grey and swollen, with horrible yellow-white spittle staining the windows. This couldn't be right. Suddenly the engines went dead, and the boat lurched massively from side to side. Eleanor allowed her fingers to search for the life jacket under the seat, as a murmur spread through the cabin. What's happening? she said faintly, to neither neighbour in particular.